Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, and the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo, Tom Childs, and back, backing us up at safety, is Dave Barnett. How are you doing, Davey? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, you must be happy. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty Celebrating, good. have you? Yeah, back-to-back yeah. Uh, Premier League titles for yeah. the best team in England. Manchester City snuck it in at the end, didn't they? Yeah, it's weird to say snuck it in when snuck you've it got in, yeah. 90, 98 points on the season. Normally One point wins, in it, though, mate. That normally I win you the league uh, at a stroll. So, um, yeah, it's got to be pretty pretty shit if you're a Liverpool fan, though, isn't it? <laughs> you're laughing, aren't you? You're laughing inside. Oh, internally, yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, you know, it's it's just, you know, it's sad for them because... No, it's not. I mean, for them. Like, for me, it's hilarious. But for them, it's sad because they desperately want to win the Premier League more than the Champions League, for example. And yet, yeah. they've made the Champions League final in back-to-back years. But they still haven't won the league, so it's quite funny. Whereas, for us, it's the other way round. Yeah. We want to win the Champions League and we've won the, won the Premier League in back-to-back seasons. So, it's so- like... Hmm. You're you're like a smug Patriots fan at the minute, aren't you? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not, mate. I mean, if we'd have done the quadruple, so much. if we'd have done the quadruple, then I literally don't think you'd have been able to shut me up. Um, <laughs> well, because it would have just trumped everything that any other team's done ever, basically. Yeah. You do if you lose the FA Cup final on Saturday to Watford, is yeah. it a disappointing season? No. No, good, good answer. Good answer. Um, you know, any season in which you win the league title, I think if I, it would have been a disappointing season if we'd only won the league cup and the FA Cup, for example, mm. and not win one of the two major ones. I would say, but yeah, yeah you, it's never a disappointing season when you win the league title. It can yeah. never be a disappointing season. Yeah. Well, well, you nailed on for Europe as well. Speaking of Europe. You better be mentioning the the, the major trophy that is the Europa League and not that other competition, Brad. Which other competition is that? Exactly, good answer. answer. (laughs) Um, Baku. It's all about Europa League. Exactly. I actually looked at going to Baku. um, Not cheap, is it? It's not cheap, it's ridiculous. I've got a friend that's going and he's going to go via Georgia. And the whole yeah, he's got to leave four days early basically to get there, um, with trains and whatnot. And like, if you wanted to drive, it's fifty-seven hours. If you want to fly, flying direct, for example, is over a thousand pounds. So um, what? I, I quickly knocked that on the head because that's basically the price of my season ticket at Arsenal, and I'm I'm not going all that way for a thousand pound for one game. It's just it's just not worth it. I would do it for the Chiefs, obviously. I'd spend that amount of money to go to America. Yeah, but. Not to watch Arsenal and Baku when I could just watch it with all my friends in London. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Europa League final. Um, obviously, I'm naturally nervous about what's going to happen three days after that. But 
I'll, I'll, get, I'll worry about that when it comes. But for now, I'm concentrating on the Europa League and the fact that Arsenal could come away from a semi-difficult season with what is a major trophy. So if Arsenal yeah. do win the Europa and League, then I, the I'm very happy. Exactly. You've got the added bonus of that. So um, the trophy first, Champions League qualification second. But yeah, I, I, if the, he wins it, it's a brilliant first season for Unai Emery. And I, I cannot complain. If he doesn't win the Europa League, then you kind of have to look at him Think, look at how Arsenal have fallen apart in the last six, seven weeks in the league and kind of worry a little bit about yeah. the future. But hopefully not. We've got a good record against Chelsea in finals, so long may it continue. Mm, yeah, good luck, mate. Thank you Rooting very much. For you. I really am rooting for you, bud. Nice Thank to win you. a trophy. Not that it, I wouldn't know that being a Newcastle fan. But. That's it. Well, like Dave, his team obviously re- still relatively new to winning trophies, but I think it was 2011 when they won the FA Cup and then mm. obviously built on it since then. But it should, it's never, it should always be a novelty winning trophies and you should always treat it that way. So if you, if you do just end up winning an FA Cup, a League Cup, a Europa League, you should enjoy it and embrace it because you, you never know how long it might be until you win the next one. Obviously, we had a relatively small drought in nine nine years between our two FA Cups but a team like yourself and Newcastle what has it been about 60 years since you last won a major 1969 trophy? my friend exactly so yeah you shouldn't take it for granted and just enjoy the days as and when they come mm, 1969 same as the Chiefs I really do pick them don't I <laughs> you certainly do <laughs> I really do pick them um, yeah so uh, now we've we've realised that I really pick you know very desperately uh inept teams <laughs> for over the years uh, let's talk quickly about <laughs> the uh, the new Chiefs news we've got loads, loads of news coming out at the minute loads of news for May the 16th by the way yeah which is surprising um, yeah. I did actually see earlier that Dexter McCluster signed with some I don't know some random team in wherever I'm not I, that, that's news um, <laughs> You know that's very informative. It is very informative. Um, yeah. Adam Schefter, some team wherever in whatever yeah. doing whatever. It's not NFL. It's not even like the it's Canadian not even League or anything like that. It's just I don't know what it is. Is it even football? It is. Yeah, but okay. I, I could, really couldn't tell you where it is. Um, you, and Adam Schefter really earned his money <laughs> reporting <laughs> that. He really earned his money. Um, yeah, because I really took notice of that. But um, yeah, Dexter McCluster is is one of the first guys I remember just watching him against the Giants that punt return and yeah. I was just like I was all over that and I don't think he did, did pretty much after that did he the, yeah um, one one good season one half decent season and then was pretty terrible the rest of the time yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah that's that's a bit of Chiefs news for you there uh, the other news is uh, Dwayne Bose signed a one day contract we just heard that about 20 minutes ago uh, he's retiring as a Chief what do you think of that all about those one day contracts right now aren't we Charles Johnson, Bo. It's like, yeah. Got I'm just, anyone I'm else want for, a one day contract? Well, I'm know? waiting for Tyler Figpen to get his, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but no, Dwayne Bo, it's a funny one because I wasn't really expecting it because when they done the Johnson and they done the Charles, we were sitting there thinking who could be next. Possibly Tamba Harley seemed the most likely, but I didn't actually think about Dwayne Bo whatsoever. No. But then when it got announced today, you actually look at Dwayne Bo's career, okay, it was pretty poor towards the end. But in his prime, he was legitimately very good. His stats uh, were good, yeah. Yeah, and let's look at some of the quarterbacks that he played with. Outside of Alex Smith, it was relatively poor quarterback play that he had. And he still managed to hold his own. Obviously, he got a big contract, probably got paid a little bit too much by John Dorsey when he came in. Mm. And he kind of got held to the standard of his contract, rightly so, after that. But he didn't really live up to it. But overall, I think he had a 
terrific Chiefs career. What he was second in receiving yards, yeah, um, yeah over his career. In, for the Chiefs' record, obviously, we expect some players that are on the roster now to beat that and move up above him. But yeah, I'm, he's he's done really, really well, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy that he's got uh, his one day contract, and the Chiefs got to put out a, a nice little social media post today. Yeah, fan, fans getting what they want now, aren't they? Charles, um, DJ, and now uh, and now Dwayne Bo. Very nice. Who's going to be next? Who do you think will be next? It's got to be Tamba, hasn't it? You think Tamba or? Houston? Oh no, Houston's signed with someone else, isn't it? <laughs> Just to answer oh, I about that. <laughs> he hasn't retired yet. Um, yeah, you would think probably Harley. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anyone else really that at Which, least stuck around on the Chiefs long enough that they'd yeah. specifically retire a, a Chief. Brandon Flowers? Maybe. He was Maybe. the one I was thinking about. Yeah. Maybe. Because um, what? I mean, he played, what, six? Six, seven years. Yeah, and he only, play, he only played a couple in San Diego, didn't he? So, may, maybe. Potentially. Maybe. Um, especially, I mean, if, you know, um, if Bo is, I think Flowers was there just as long. So, because hmm. um, were they the same draft or was Flowers the one before, maybe? Or one after? I can't remember, to be honest, Dave. Because Flowers, I think, was the, the Glenn Dorsey draft, if I remember correctly. I think it was the Glenn Dorsey, Brandon Albert, Brandon Flowers, Brandon Carr draft. Um, so I'm trying to. I think I can't remember if that was the year before or yeah. Well, I, I went to look it up, but I went to look it up. But naturally, when you put in Brandon Flowers into Google, the first thing that comes up is the lead singer of the Killers. The killers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna to have to be a little bit more specific with my uh, my Google search, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he entered oh, well. the league. He entered the league in the 2008 draft. Um, there you have it. Let's have a look at the player selection. So Glenn Dorsey, when was was it Glenn Dorsey's year? Did did Jamal's they, year, Jamal Charles' year, wasn't it? 2008. Uh, it was the Glenn Dorsey season. It was. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Yeah, Brandon Albert. So it'd be Jamal Charles as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a really good that draft was a class. Really killer really, draft class. Like Brett Veach, if you could uh, nail one of these sometime soon, yeah, uh, we'd be laughing. Wowzers! Right. Would be nice. Would be nice. Yeah. That is probably Brandon Carr as well. Yeah, that's what I said. Brandon Carr. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Wasn't there someone else in the third round? We had two I third round picks. I can't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're. Um, Everyone listening is probably bored of this right now because they probably <laughs> they probably could remember it like uh, pitch screaming pitch. at it now. Going, <laughs> yeah. these, these three are nothing. Uh, but what? I, I I got the first four guys who drafted <laughs> in that draft. Don't um, group me in with you two <laughs> fucking <laughs> cretins. cretins. Drafts just roll all into one for me. Um, Brad Cotton was the tight end that we drafted, so he didn't yeah. get on that. But outside of that, yeah, done done pretty well because that, that was Peterson's last draft, wasn't it? Uh, yes, because it was after we traded uh, uh, Jared Allen. Yes, that's right. Um, that oh, was good we got a first and a third for Jared Allen. The yeah. first round pick turned like, into like an encyclopedia, isn't he? First round pick turned into Brandon Albert. The third round pick turned into Jamal Charles. Jared. Some memory of that mind. Jared Allen, famous for sixteen and a half sacks, celebrating like a cowboy. And then sack in, wasn't it, Johnny Knoxville in the uh, Jackass film as well? Didn't he do that? <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um, yeah. Well, 
sticking with the draft. <laughs> oh, let's move this on a bit. Yeah. Uh, the the Cheshire. <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm just like, like that was legit. Like that draft class, everyone lasted in the league. I can't tear you away from that draft class, can I? <laughs> hey, that was. You don't get many draft classes like that. No, I would say. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Can we move stick, on? Yeah, sticking with the draft. Uh, the Chiefs have actually traded away their sixth round pick for. Uh, oh no! In twenty twenty, I know. How we're going to call? Not a sixth round pick. Sixth round pick, mate. Yeah, for uh, Jets linebacker Darren Lee, who was formerly formerly a uh, first round pick in twenty sixteen. Ohio State. Twentieth overall, and this is an absolute steal, isn't it? You'd... I wouldn't say it's an absolute steal, but it's a. Uh, low risk high reward kind of deal yeah whereas we're basically not giving anything up of value to potentially get a really good player if he continues the improvement that he showed last year yeah um some off the field issues that would certainly need to be addressed i think like we're not used to that yeah, certainly worth taking a flyer <laughs> for a sixth round pick, I have to say. Yeah. It's yeah. a Brett Feach special, isn't it? Yeah. Um, send low round picks for former first round picks. He's done it before with Cam Irving. Um, obviously, he's done it with Reggie Ragland as well. Reggie Ragland didn't ha- probably hasn't panned out the way he would, and is ar- arguably this signing will lead to Reggie Ragland not being on the roster anymore, although they play mm, separate. I don't pick. think so. Except I think it will because I think it budges everyone along a little bit. I don't now. think it does though because from what I would imagine Lee's going to play weak side linebacker. Yeah. So he'd mm. be competition for Dorian or Daniel. But, but not from what I've I've read and seen that they were potentially looking at Hitchens playing weak side with Raglan in the middle. Hitchens weak. Hitchens would be strong side. Then, he wouldn't be weak side. Well now they're saying with Hitchens uh, with Signing Lee, Lee goes to the weak side, Hitching goes in the middle, and then they play Wilson on a strong. So potentially, Reggie Ragland could be out of the fold in what is a contract year when he's looking to play. Yeah, but I mean, there's still reps the there for him. It's not like he's completely out of the fold. He's still the backup middle linebacker. And I think we would still have been. I don't think, I say, this is more. This stops Dorino Daniel starting, basically, if he's coming in as a starter. Um, so, you know, Hitchens was only ever going to start a strong side linebacker or middle linebacker. He wasn't starting him on the weak side because hmm. um, it's just not happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I say it, I think it helps. He's very good in coverage. Um, can't rush the, passer, uh, rush the passer, but it's not going to matter so much in a 4-3. Um, it's more coverage, isn't he? Yeah, and I say uh, speed, speed yeah. on defence. Um, I think you know that's something they tried to address with O'Daniel last year, and obviously looks to address it with Lee now. Um, and it's certainly, I think, something that's going to help. Yeah, I think it's a, definitely a position of need that we needed, wasn't it? Because um, the, the linebackers, we were, who was it? Who was saying the other day? Was it was it Owen who, who was on? Who it, said it was, it was Owen, Yeah, yeah, he was saying about the linebacker position just didn't seem deep enough for him at the minute. Um, yeah, and clearly Veach has thought the same thing. So, um, yeah, welcome to the kingdom, Darren Lee. Looking forward to seeing him play, actually. Um, well, what right. does mean now what you does mean is that if Lee is coming in as a starter, the Chiefs yeah. have 
managed to replace seven starting guys from the 2018 unit. Is that too much? No, I don't. I don't think so. So when people are looking at this defense and like making their predictions and their forecasts for the Chiefs, they are basing it at the moment on their 2018 defense, Mm. which you just can't do anymore because the seven out of the eleven are completely different. You've also got adding the fact that we've got a new coordinator now, so no one really knows what to expect from this defense. Just a new coordinator, a new staff. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. They've had a new D line coach, a new defensive back coach, a linebacker coach. Interested to see how Matt House does with the linebackers mm-hmm. he was a hot property coming from Kentucky where he was DC there um, and was touted for some head coaching roles in college so yeah he was a big get and hopefully will help to massively improve the play of our uh, linebacker group mm, yeah uh, right okay well um, we're not going to we're not going to talk about any more kind of chief signings, but uh, potential signings or what we wanted to happen um, hasn't materialised yet. But there's been some big news come out recently. Um, we had a bit of fun with this, didn't we, Tom? With uh, with our heads abroad on the Twitter page where we were actually hashtagging "Where's Pat?" <laughs> as in Patrick Peterson, because everybody in Chiefs Kingdom was literally talking about. You know, Patrick Peterson, Chiefs should trade for him. And I had a bit of a laugh with Duncan, who's one of our uh, our Heads Broad members. And uh, I, we were having a bit of a chat, just basically saying, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, we had all these sightings tweets? So I've just seen Patrick Peterson in McDonald's in, you know, Tamworth or something. Um, and anyway, Tom, being Tom on our Heads Broad on Twitter, he pounced on it and put on hashtag Where's Pat. So it, it just suddenly erupted, didn't it? <laughs> Absolutely erupted. Um, and we had everybody looking in the fridge under decking. Uh, in f- where was it? where were the countries? Was it Paris, Germany, yeah, Norway, Spain, Sweden, Norway. Poland, <laughs> Italy, Mexico, Canada, United States? Um, it was all four corners of the globe, uh, shall we say? Yeah. And um, I had a lot of fun yesterday on Twitter. Probably one of the most seriously. Quick fun question, had. just quick question. Go on. Where do you guys like find all this time? to do stupid stuff like this it just happens mate like dedication it's like I just I got back home from practice last night and I was just like looking at my phone and I was just like what is going on like legitimately what's going on I just (laughs) just seen Twitter notification after Twitter notification I'm just like some people yeah yeah fair play to you all but you're all nuts (laughs) we were just having a bit of fun with it because we all clearly want it to happen um, but it obviously hasn't materialised and, and you know there's a lot of the actual media were, were saying that um, the Chiefs haven't even picked up the phone to, uh, to even go for Patrick Peterson but the Kingdom just seemed to roll with it anyway didn't they <laughs> just went with it which was quite fun so we had a bit of fun with it but anyway the, the big news that came out today was um, yeah Patrick Peterson is or is going to be suspended for the first six games of the 2019 season for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. Now, I instantly looked at that and I thought, oh, well, that's it, he's not coming now, is he? And then Tom went, no, nah, I've got a different theory on that. So what's your theory on this, Tom? Well, Patrick Peterson, or Patrick Pedersen, should we say. Pedersen. <laughs> Good one, Tom. Just become a hell of a lot cheaper because he's under contract for two years. The Cardinals were probably looking for a first-round pick from him. But now... He's missing six games. Yeah. So the deadline's going to be two weeks bef- after his suspension ends. 
he's not going to win the Super Bowl with the Cardinals. In those first six weeks, the Cardinals are going to get to look at their, all their new DBs and see how they cope without him. And if they're coping fine, Patrick Peterson will be on the trade block and he will be a lot cheaper because of the issues that he's had. Mm. I'm not saying he's saying he's going to be worth a fifth round pick, but that first suddenly turns into a second or a second turns in, or maybe into a third round pick. Mm. So I think the deal starts, does happen. I think it will. It might. We might have to wait until the middle of the season until it does. When the Chiefs might try and pull like an Earl Thomas type move like they tried last year, tried last year. But I do think it happens. I think there's there's too much smoke with this, yeah. and there's no smoke without fire. If I'm the Chiefs, I try and get this deal done right now, because training camp will roll around. Every team will get to look at their corners, and then they might think, oh fuck, <laughs> some of them aren't looking too clever. We yeah. might need to get a new guy in who could be available. Well, Patrick Peterson, probably the top two corner in the league. Yeah. He could be available. So then, obviously, the price might start going up because teams will end up try outbid each other. So if I'm the Chiefs, I jump on this right now. I go straight away. Here's a 2020 second round pick from the 49ers, I think it is, the D Ford pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you well, give it's whatever's lower, isn't it? Out yeah. of the 49ers and Chiefs pick, whichever's so, left. So the 49ers pick, you give that, um, you give that to the Cardinals and say, let's have Patrick Peterson. I'm happy to wait till week seven for Patrick Peterson. Mm. I was happy to wait till week nine last year for L. Thomas. So uh, if we can, if we could get Patrick Peterson, then all of a sudden, a team who we regard as their main strength as an offense, all of a sudden becomes an extremely balanced team. You see. I look at a slightly different perspective from Tom in terms of that because now Peterson can't play till week seven, I think that gives the Chiefs six weeks to potentially look at what they've got and see if they feel like, with obviously Breland there now and Fuller, Ward who played well towards the back end of last year I think it gives you the opportunity to see if that can continue the start of this year and maybe you don't need Peterson. Are you not worried um, about depth, though? I look at this team. And I'm I worried think about depth, are, but are, I don't an injury, think an injury away know, from. I wouldn't want to sign it. Peterson and then potentially stifle a guy like Ward hmm. from developing. Um, you know, obviously Breland's only here, only here on a one-year deal, and obviously he had an up and down year last year but obviously got better once he was healthy, I think, towards the end of the year. But it is a case of, like, you've got six weeks, you're under no pressure. Like, if you really are interested in Peterson, you've got six weeks to evaluate where you're at. And if at the end of that six weeks you think, okay, it is a position we need to address, mm-hmm. then you've still got time to get a deal done. See, I, I would much rather not take that risk on another team jumping in, like the Patriots jumping in getting him. Yeah, but then... you're not going to get caught out there. You're going to know if... Other then, teams are picking up the, the phone. Then the price goes up. I would just, from my perspective, I would sooner have the two-year rental in Patrick Peterson or a year and a half than worry about Tarverius's Ward's development. You because see, the way I look at it is that we've got Mahomes for the next fifteen years. Yeah. Like, not everything. Don't make the mistake. Like, you know, say for example, the Broncos did. Like, yeah, it's great to have a. A Super Bowl win, or even look at like the Rams last year. It's it's great, but don't hamstring yourself 
a year down the line where it's all of a sudden like but Mahomes you've got is to replace that, a bunch of that, guys. Mahomes is that good that the team will always be in contention. Jared, you'd Goff say not... the same about Green Bay Packers, would you not? With Aaron Rodgers, are they always in contention? No, because big QB contracts, ham, hamstring teams. It's how it happens. The only reason the Patriots are as good as they are is because Brady takes a massive discount. Yeah, he was getting paid eighteen million dollars last year. Like, that's basically like a twelve. To fifteen million dollar discount. Like Smith that's, t- more. <laughs> that's you know that makes a massive difference, and it doesn't. Like that's why teams look. It's Goff last year, mm. rookie deal. You know that's why the Rams could go out and get other talent, but at the same time, like you've got to think that he's going to be here for a long time. Don't completely hamstring and don't trade away all of your draft picks in future. For the chance now, because you still need to be able to draft and develop players for future seasons. It's all right going all in for one year, but I can sort of understand it when you're the Broncos and you got a 38 year old Peyton Manning or however old he was at the time. That's fine because you know your window is very small, but it's not the same with Mahomes. And as I say, like these big QB contracts can hamstring teams. And I say, I don't think you want to put all your eggs in one basket, shall we say. But do, you, do you trust? Do you trust Brett Veach to draft these guys that will help us get over the top when you've got guys like Patrick Peterson, Frank Clark, all these known quantities sitting there that could put our team over the top? Right yeah, now? but there's only so much cap space. But uh, we have it. We have for now. We have we still right got to pay now. guys, we and we have got it right now. We've got a couple of big contracts coming up in the next. We have two massive contracts months. coming up, and probably Mitch Schwartz on top as well. So we've got three right, big contracts. There are some that. big contracts coming up soon, and. You know, we've got, a, you know, probably going to be having to replace a couple of guys if they don't turn it around this year as well. So, the, I just, I and potentially at receiver as well, you, you you could be in a spot of bother at the end of this year if certain things don't go our way. Um, so, you know, there's no guarantee with anything, and I say I just don't think you want to put yourself in a position. Where you know if if it was if it was a case of like we had the cap space like the Colts have yeah by all means go nuts do it do whatever you want but it's not that like that you know twenty million dollars whatever it is a cap space it's not a lot that will disappear overnight and especially when the homes deal comes up in two years. Thing is though you kind of you've kind of got to ask yourself as well especially with you know the amount of times people say about the Chiefs not winning the Super Bowl for that long would you go all in just for that one chance to get that Super Bowl? And then risk everything else for those. Well, it's basically the would you years. would you sooner be Newcastle or Leicester City? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say it's that. I, w- I wouldn't say it's that at all. Um, I don't think you can. I don't think there's a, an accurate comparison you can make because of the salary cap. Um, it works differently under the sal- salary cap. Um, and as I say, is a Super Bowl win obviously the end goal? Yes, but. Do I want a Super Bowl win and then, you know, ten years of mediocreness? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? Give I'd much rather have us come. Yeah, but there's no, <laughs> there's nothing to say that we're not going to win one without hamstringing us for, for the future. So say like, there's no guarantee that all these moves will win you the Super Bowl. The Rams showed that last year. Yeah, they got to the got to the Super Bowl, but they didn't win it. And they've got 
so many contracts coming up in the next like year, two years. Like they're going to be screwed. Yeah, I suppose what you're saying is that you're risking it if you're going in. If you don't win it, yeah. If you don't win it, you are screwed. Basically, that's the problem. It's like it's great if you win it, but if you don't, you are screwed. Yeah. So let's go around the table. One word answer. Chiefs offer Patrick uh, the Cardinals a second round next year's second round pick, the 49ers pick for Patrick Peterson right now. Do you do it? Yes. Uh, Not right now. No. I say yes. Hope mm. you're listening, Brett Veach. Are you listening, Brett Veach? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave's on the phone to him now going, don't do it. <laughs> anyway, we, we, uh, we've talked about half an hour there, about um, Manchester City and a few news items on there. And the main part of the show is actually coming up, believe it or not. <laughs> um, what we've decided to do is we have painstakingly listed the AFC teams in rankings going from uh, 16 all the way to first um, and what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to break it down into um, three teams each each time starting from 16 15 14 and I thought it was four what because 16 divides by four 16 doesn't divide by three let's do that then so we're going to try and match it and just to see as the teams are right now Okay. Who we think are, do, are we going to match with quite a few of our teams okay, here? Okay, right. So I'll go first. Right. Go on then. From 16 okay. to 13, I've gone Dolphins 16, Raiders 15, Bills 14, and Broncos 13. I have nowhere near that. Oh, wow. No. That's not similar to mine. So go on then. What have you gone for, Dave? So I obviously have the Raiders in 16th. Okay. Uh, the Dolphins in 15th. So my bottom two are the same, okay. but just okay. in a slightly uh, different order Um, number 14 I'm not sure if this might be a surprise for some of you guys or not but I have the Cincinnati Bengals they're next on my list but yeah go on Mm, yeah yeah. they were so they are so bad they are like a truly terrible team and their start last year was an outlier because when they come to Arrowhead we put them in their place and they never really recovered and I think they're going to be equally as bad this year Um, (coughs) and I think Brett Veach should go out and give the Bengals a first round pick for AJ Green Um, I'm I'm joking (laughs) I'm joking just trade it all away Tom just trade it all away go on Dave what's next Uh, number 13 on my list um is the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they've dropped a bit then, yeah? I've got them a lot higher than you. Based on last season, um, I don't think Nick Foles is the answer. Um, I think there's a lot of problems with that team. Their defence is very good, but their offence is dreadful. Mm -hmm. And I I say, I don't think Nick Foles is the answer, and I think they will struggle again next year. Yeah. Well, I've gone uh, 16 Bills. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's a bad take. I'm really? sorry, Brad, but that's a bad take. I've gone no, Bills. No. Nah. No. Nah. Bills. I'm having it as Bills. Then I've gone Bengals 15. Okay. I can I can, I can can get behind. The Bengals, for me, could have dropped into any of those places. I just don't understand five. how you can't have the Raiders in last place. Nah. I'll, anyway, I'll get I to just, that. I'll get to that. I just don't understand... <laughs> They were clearly the worst team in the league last year. Yeah, but 
I don't know. I'll get to it in a minute because Raiders are a bit further up. Uh, Dolphins, 14. Yeah. And I've got the Jets. Really? At 13, well, yeah. Um, uh, clearly, Gaze is having a bit of a, a moment. Um, and it's just going to get worse at the minute, I think. Yeah, calling out the contracts that you uh, give out to your two big free agent superstars mm. um, doesn't seem like the brightest idea to start <laughs> um, your preseason, does it? Um, no. I like Darnold a lot, though. See, yeah, I, I do like Darnold, actually. I'm yeah. not too sure if I'm on the Darnold hype train yet. I really like Darnold. Um, I, I want really to like him, and I want him to do well. I do want the Jets to do well, because I feel like they're very similar to us, and that they're a long-suffering franchise. Yeah, it's and why I am uh, why I have them ranked a little bit higher, because I think I'm, I'm all in on Darnold. We've got Levy and Bell as well, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. So. I think they potentially could, could be... I don't think a playoff team, but I think they could be much improved this year. Yeah, yeah, they were four and twelve last year. Ouch! Uh, right, okay, let's go twelve, eleven, ten, nine. So I've gone the Bengals. Um, so yeah, close, quite to, high on your so, list. So close to being that bottom quarter. Yeah, um, but I probably because I trust Andy Dalton more than I do the rest of the quarterbacks in that that I've listed so far. Hmm. Um, then I've gone Jets eleven. The Titans ten, and then mm. the Ravens nine because I just don't trust Lamar Jackson in any way, shape, or form. Because say, say those teams, say those teams again. I went Bengals, Jets, Titans, Ravens. Um, like as I said, mm. I don't trust Lamar Jackson. I just don't think he's a quarterback. Um, yeah. I think his That's time fine. in this league is very limited. Right. Okay. Dave. So number twelve, I have uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, Quite high up compared to me then. Uh, Number 11, the Denver Broncos. Ooh, controversial. Number 10, the the New York Jets. And uh, number 9, the Tennessee Titans. I've matched the Titans with you at 9. Uh, I think that's our first match, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've gone uh, number 12, Ravens, uh, purely because the QB doesn't throw and they've lost that amazing defence that I loved last season. They haven't. Their defense is still going to be really. Fantastic. They've lost the yeah. coordinator and their middle linebacker. That's it. Everyone else is still there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that QB just doesn't <laughs> throw, does he? Um, one-dimensional. So basically, I've got them at twelve. Uh, Raiders, I've got at eleven. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still the lowest AFC West team on there. So you know, I've still that's got them mad. Like, yeah, you're mad, mate. I know. They Antonio Brown, but that guy's lost his head. Derek Carr is terrible now John Gruden doesn't know what he's doing um, I just don't get what there is to like about this team to make them better than five other teams yeah yeah see I just don't get it I'm sorry I'm sorry Brad but I guess so there'll he's still sorry. be the the West whipping boys so yeah, I've got them <laughs> at that, but yeah I've, I've got them at Raiders probably a little bit high probably a couple of places high but yeah I'm sticking with the Raiders on that one um, Jags at 10 okay. uh, clearly because the Chiefs broke that team and uh, Titans at nine, same as Dave. Oh, so, okay. um, the, I'm actually recording this at the moment, and where I've put, I've created columns and whatnot for uh, to list them. It actually at the moment says Ravens tit tit, uh, tit, number, tit. Nine. <laughs> number nine, so. tit tit Ravens. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's the bird, uh, <laughs> blue tit. Sure, yeah, should we say? <laughs> so, uh, um, at number eight, uh, I've got the Jaguars. Um, 
I still believe I still believe in that defense, and I do think Nick Foles is an improvement on oh, Blake okay. Balls enough to jump them up. Then at seven, I've got the hottest team in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Uh, sixth, the Texans, and fifth, the Steelers. Wow, mm. I'm okay. surprised with that Steelers ranking. Does I any of those match yours, Dave? No, I don't <laughs> no. think so. Uh, yeah, at number eight, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, at number seven, I have the Houston Texans. Uh, number six, uh, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Alright. And rounding out at number five. Browns or Chargers, Browns or Chargers, Browns or Chargers, Browns or Chargers. Chargers, go on. The Colts. The Patriots. I have the Cleveland Browns. Oh, number five. Oh, I've got a feeling we've all got the same top four, just we don't know what order. I've got <laughs> in a fashion, yeah, because I've got Texans eight, Broncos seven. Browns six. Broncos seven. Yeah. Wow. Broncos seven. Jamaico um, is elite in Brad's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's an improvement on Keenum. I, I do believe give, that. I will give you that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyone's that's, an improvement. That's the only reason I put the Broncos up there. But they're finishing. They're clearly finishing third in the AFC West on that. Um, Browns six and Chargers fifth. So. Chargers fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That is low. It is quite low, considering how deep their roster is as well. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Silly, Brad. I mean, they're, right. They're, I think now we've got to the top four. By the way, yeah, we should do it one at a time. Okay, All right. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Okay, okay. Right. This is a culture pick. You know, I'm hot on cultures, and I've got <laughs> yeah. a team here. Number four is the LA Chargers because they're a team that cannot get over the hump of the Kansas City Chiefs so that's why I've put them number four okay at number five at number four I have the Indianapolis Colts Mm. they are good but just I think they're probably a year away from being with the top three Mm. okay I've got Steelers at number four. Someone else high on the Steelers. Yeah, um, I, purely because I think they've lost the the, disru- the disruption basically in the in the yeah. locker room. Um, I get that. Juju Smith Schuster is going to ball out as well. I love Schuster. I, I, say, I think no, he's going to be brilliant. I'm this good. Year. We didn't draft him. Yeah. Good. I think he's got a point to prove. Well, he hasn't really, but he's, he's got a yeah, chip on his shoulder. Prove, hasn't he? but yeah. yeah. No, and um, I'm with you on so, that one. I'm. Com- Bell's gone. They haven't got to deal with questions about Bell every week. Mm-hmm. They haven't got to deal with Antonio Brown being a moron anymore. Yeah. They can just concentrate on football. And I do think that, especially the Bell thing, did have did play a part in how bad the they were last year. I look at with the Steelers is though. I don't think they've adequately replaced. No, but I think because of all the problems they've had, I think they they, they built that camaraderie in the. Uh, and I'm. I think room. Big Ben's on the decline as well. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So yeah, I just I don't think they've filled the necessary holes mm-hmm. enough. Okay, number three then, Tom. I've gone for the Indianapolis Colts. <gasps> really? Yes, I do like this team. I like this team a lot. I and have too. I, I feel like 
they are close, mm. but not close to the top two yet. No. However, I'm looking at this game in week six when we have to play them, and I am slightly nervous about that game because you've got the likes of Justin Houston coming back to our, our mm. ahead, and then this, this young team will be fresher. They seem to have drafted well again. They've added, added Chris Ballard, pieces. my boy, Chris Ballard. Yeah, I I do feel like Got it. unless these trades work out for Brett Veach and some of these picks work out this year, um, I think Chris Ballard will always be remembered as the one that got away, maybe a little bit in yeah. in Chiefs Kingdom. But I do like the Colts. I like the way they're heading. I'm scared of the way they're heading, but right now, yeah. I do feel like they are still one the, step behind the top two. The thing that upsets me with Ballard as well is. We literally got rid of Dorsey like shortly afterwards. Yeah. It was like it went the wrong way Dor- around. <laughs> if, if the if Dorsey going up was on the cards already, oh, they, sh- they should have just done it earlier and kept yeah. Ballard and promoted Ballard at the time. Because you know, I certainly feel more. I, I still feel positive about Veach. I think he's made more good moves than bad moves. But for me, Ballard is probably a top three GM. Yeah. In the league already, um, and yeah, he, I'm good. He we let him go. Who have you got at three, Den Dev? Uh, number three, I can't believe you guys have left them out of the top three. It's the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. They really? are a legit threat to us this year, um, and yeah, I think you guys have taken them way too lightly. I don't I've think they're going twelve got- four this year. I've literally got them one place behind you. That's it. <laughs> so I'm yeah, but well, I, I think they're clearly better than. I've got them two I, I think they, I think they're clearly better than any. Like I think the top three teams in the FC are clearly better than everyone else, and I don't think there's any discussion about that. I think there's a big gap between the top three and then fourth place. I, um, I I'm still not. I'm still not impressed with Rivers. I'm yeah, still not. I, old man Rivers is. <laughs> Definitely still not impressive. Fighting time at the moment. His arm is looking weaker and weaker as time goes by. Mm-hmm. And um, I still feel like they are a loaded roster, but they still manage to make bad teams look bad. But whenever yeah. they come up against a good team, for the most part, they've struggled. Okay, they won in Pittsburgh last year. They won in Kansas City. But we basically handed them that win on the on the fate of our bad or defense. Yeah. So um, I, I do like Baltimore the, as well. I do like yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, they won in Baltimore, but. Rookie rookie callback in a play, first playoff game, but then they went to New England and got completely destroyed and looked like a rookie, like an amateur team in the playoffs. I mean, that happens to everyone in New England in the playoffs. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, but how can you how can you say that they're with the Patriots, but when the Patriots look, made them look stupid four months ago? I mean, you could say that about anyone. Would, would you but say when t- the Vi- would you say say when the Vikings got hammered by the Philadelphia Eagles in the? the NFC Championship game a year, like two years ago, that the Eagles were clearly a much better side. No, I don't think so. But when, push, you know, but when push comes to shove, the Patriots separate themselves from the Chargers. Yeah, but that's because that's the that's all the Patriots ever, ever do. But they didn't do um, it to us. We, we, we've run them close. I mean, regular we've season's ran, completely different yeah, to but playoffs. we've run them close now, what, five, six games in a row, all beaten. And we played them at Arrowhead in the playoffs. So, I mean, it makes a difference, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like... I say I certainly wouldn't t- read too much into that playoff game as to uh, like where the charges are actually at. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've gone uh, number three Colts. I've gone the same as Tom on that one. So uh, 
yeah, another match. We've got two matches now. Excellent. Uh, right, uh, number two. Who is in the second place, Tom? Right, I've gone for my homer pick. And the Patriots are number two for me. Uh, really? Yes, I've done it. I, I didn't you. think you were going to go that. I've done it. And we all know that I am the Patriot lover of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they have lost a serious amount of talent in Gronk. Gronk, everyone slated him last year for how bad he was. But when push comes to shove, when the playoffs come around, old Gronk turned up and he was the difference in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. And I don't feel like they've managed to replace him. Brady is another year older. He is looking older and older. Don't say that, Tom. Don't he, say is, that. he is. He is. <laughs> Please he don't is, say. He's he like he still got it up in the brain and up in his head, but physically he isn't as fresh as he used to be. But that's got to be expected when it comes to a 42-year-old quarterback. The Chiefs lost to them twice last year, but the Chiefs ran them close, very close. Both in both occasions. Let's be honest, we were an offside penalty away from being in the Super Bowl and beating them. Every time so, somebody says Brady gets old, Patriots get their rings. <laughs> yeah, very true, very true. <laughs> but right now, I think the team to beat in the AFC is is the Chiefs, and I think I've, I don't think I'm reaching to say that either. Okay, that's very very Homer, that mate. Very much a Homer uh, list. <laughs> uh, Dave, I think yours is the same as mine, mate. Go on. Yeah, number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, obviously, that puts the Patriots in first. But, um, yeah, I just don't think you'll put us ahead of the Patriots till we... Till we beat them in a playoff. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good Until someone knocks them off the perch, I don't think you can put anyone above them. Yeah. Wowzers, how, how roles are reversed on this podcast. I know. It's, do you know what, mate? It's, it's mad, isn't it? It's, <laughs> do you know, I'm not getting stung by the Patriots again because I said last year that they were not going to get into the playoffs. Um, and it was probably the worst take that anyone has ever, ever announced. I don't ever. know. There's been some pretty bad takes. Really? What, worse than that? Oh, they're not going to get into the playoffs and they win the sudden Super Bowl. We've had a lot of bad takes on this podcast. <laughs> we have, yeah. Uh, so I've gone Chiefs second. Uh, you know how much, how much I love my Chiefs and I'm very much a homer, but I, I'm with Dave. The, the Patriots, I mean, the, the, the draft, I mean, they had a million draft picks. Um, I, I just can't see it. I mean, the Dolphins, Bills and Jets are all still in a right mess again as they are mm-hmm. um, and it's just going to be the Patriots steamrolling through the through the uh, through the playoffs again because of Bill Belichick that's fair and, it, and I'm good to say that because I really have high hopes for this year 2019 I, I would, was what I would, everybody I would, I would still for. have high hopes like and <coughs> we ran them so so close I like, know we did it was like, you couldn't get any closer than the Chiefs got to Beating the Patriots and knocking them out in January, literally inches away. So from getting there, I, I, there's all the reasons to be optimistic. The Chiefs are much better than they were last year. They're in coaching staff and personnel on the defensive side, so we haven't got that headache to worry about. I I've, I, I do put the Chiefs as favourites in the AFC, mm-hmm. um, regardless of the Patriots cupcake schedule. And I and I will I will die on this hill, shall we say, for the next few weeks. Yeah. So you think it's because of Gronk, basically. Gronk's not there, that's that's left them exposed. And the fact they've lost a lot of staff as well. Um, yeah. Defensive staff, obviously. We took their defensive line coach and 
at the moment. They they obviously lost their defensive coordinator to the Dolphins. So I, I know you can say that Bill Belichick is the guy and he's the thing that makes it all tick, which I do agree with. But there's still been a lot of turnover in the Patriots roster and coaching room this year. So I, I, I do, as well, I do expect them to be good. And I expect them to be very good and still be there in January. Probably get a first round bye still. But at the moment, I still think the Chiefs will be the team to beat in the AFC. I hope you're right, mate. I really do hope you're right. Uh, right, I think that's everything we've uh, we've talked about this week. Um, those are our thoughts on the Our Heads Abroad podcast. Um, let us know what your picks are as well, uh, how you rank the teams, um, by heading on to the Our Heads Abroad Facebook page and Twitter page at KCChiefs underscore UK. So, from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>